FM 101.9 megahertz of life. We're joined now by Lazar Berman, who's the diplomatic reporter for the Times of Israel. Lazar, very good afternoon to you. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. And it's laser, not Lazar. Oh, laser, okay. as in what cuts. All right, I beg your pardon. Thanks for clearing that up, uh, laser. Again, thanks for joining us this afternoon on High FM. Laser, looking at the. Uh, Recent Jerusalem press conference featuring the Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, who focused on the importance of Israeli aid to Ukraine, Palestinian issues with the Holy Land. Uh, what was discussed and what do you think Israel got out of this? That's a good question. I, so first of all, the, the focus that stood out to me from the Secretary of State's visit was his insistence on repeating, repeatedly lecturing Israeli leaders on democracy. He did this in his meeting public statements with Netanyahu. He had a whole litany of democratic values that Israel must protect. And he did the same at the press conference. And I know that rubbed a lot of Israelis the, the wrong way. Sure. Um, polls yeah. came out that, that showed that it even helped Netanyahu, that Israelis don't need to be lectured. Now, if we want to put a positive spin on it, it could be that what was not talked about as much publicly was the Iran issue. And the United States is trying to send a message to Netanyahu that we want to cooperate with you more uh, extensively on kinetic operations against Iran. But you have to help us by putting some of these uh, issues not to bed, but making sure they're not in headlines and getting a, getting some control on some of the more far-right elements of your government. What support did he offer the Palestinian Authority, given the fact that the United States uh, is uh, focused and adamant that, you know, the two-state solution is the target to be achieved in that part of the world? It's a target, but as of now, it's, you know, not anything that the United States or anyone is really working toward. Uh, Blinken said it must be preserved, mm-hmm. so they're, uh, making it clear that they don't want anything that makes it impossible in the future, whenever that is, which means major settlement expansions and things like that. Also annexation, of course. But they're not working toward a, any two-state solution right now. Um, there are some gestures like more funding for UN bodies, for, for a hospital in East Jerusalem. Okay. There are things like that. But that's nothing major. I think in general, the big ticket issues that the Palestinians would want, which would include Opening, uh, reopening the consulate in Jerusalem are not happening. And, and something else that Abbas wanted was uh, Blinken to condemn specifically the Janine raid last Thursday, and he did not do that either. Well, the Abraham Accords, I do recall um, reading articles prior to the Secretary of State's visit that this would be uh, a, f- a focus, this to bring more Arab nations on board. Did he, did he uh, allude to that at all? Yes, it's something that all Israeli, excuse me, American officials talk about when they come here. They talk about deepening and expanding. Let's remember that the Biden administration would not, would not even say the words Abram Accords in the first few months because sure. that was the Trump language. Remember that. But uh, they, they are committed. They are committed to, let's say, the Negev Forum, which will be in March in Morocco, the next installment. And they have um, created some other structures with which Israel and the region can talk to each other and cooperate. Do I think that they're really pushing Arab countries to to, uh, to sign agreements with Israel like like mm-hmm. the UAE, Bahrain, and Morocco did? I don't. There is a possibility, though, that a lower-hanging fruit would be in Africa. Some more countries like Niger, 
or perhaps Somalia, and they could say that, you know, they're expanding the Abram Accords by bringing some more African countries on board. I'll just note that Chad's president is in Israel now, and tomorrow will be inaugurating Chad's embassy in Israel. So um, certainly Africa, I think, is an easier place for Israel to make headway. Sure, Laser. Interesting uh, outlook there. So just in general, what is your general take on this whole thing? What, 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 do you, what did you make of it all? Just to sum it up. Yeah, again, I think um, the fact that Blinken really uh, maybe stepped a little bit too far in terms of his lecturing on democracy. It's not the first time American leaders have done that, but I'm hopeful that behind the scenes there was some real work being done on uh, joining forces more, more uh, significantly against Iran as the West really understands that the Iran threat is not just the Middle East thing, but now it's in Ukraine and therefore it's in Europe. Indeed, Laser. Uh, we're going to have to leave it there. We've just about run out of time. Uh, Laser, thank you again for taking the time to join us this afternoon. Just give us a lowdown on what uh, American interests are in that part of the world. Laser Berman, diplomatic reporter for the Times of Israel.